been nearly two or three months. Oh man, we've been busy, but yeah, welcome back. Hey. Uh, we're gonna do a um, what are we doing today, guys? We are going to be talking about the upcoming college football season. We are, we are, there's games going on right now, but we are days away from the first real week of college football. Are you guys, are you guys watching any of the games right now? I am. I was. I'm watching Oklahoma State. I was watching Purdue. I I think Purdue. I'm also watching Northwestern and Purdue. Nice. Boiler up. That just shows a little bit of our uh, preferences, I guess, with Big 12 and yeah. <laughs> Big 10. That's true. Yeah. I enjoy defense. I enjoy offense. <laughs> hey, you know what they say. Offense wins championships. So. Nobody says that. Man. Yeah, I say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Derek, what's, uh, what's step one here on the agenda? All right. So let's before we preview the first week, I think we should go back and cover a little bit of what happened over the off season. Yeah. I think the kind of the biggest storyline was the Urban Meyer debacle. For sure. That's yep. a word to use, yeah. Yeah. What do you what are you guys thinking about that? I'm still kind of confused about the whole thing, like because I feel like if he actually did something wrong then, like, he should get fired. But, like, if he did nothing wrong, why give him the three-game suspension? I think that's just the Ohio State administration being too lenient on someone who has you... a large effect on their program success. So and... do you guys think the punishment was fair? Should have no. been less? Should have been more? Way more. I'm thinking more as well. Yeah. I'm thinking that I feel like he – or he did. Right, right, exactly. I, I don't know, really know how there's any in between. I don't know how you can suspend him for only three games. Like, what? What is that? I mean, mean, I feel like it was pretty clear that he just lied about the whole thing. Yes, and, so and we don't know how much of the actual reports I mean, from Bet McMurphy were right. You got you got correct. Zach Smith on Twitter like denying everything at this point. So I don't even know. But I, yeah, yeah, he's gonna do that yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I feel like I, if he did it, then he deserves to get fired. If he didn't do it, then he doesn't get a suspension or anything. Yeah. But it sounds like he did He did it, so. I, I, I find it hard to believe that he did not know right. anything. Right. With, with his, with his right. wife knowing that whole time, mm-hmm. with him having trouble in the past, mm-hmm. with, I think about, uh, I want to say, a month ago, when Urban Meyer knew this was about to come up, he hired someone to delete all the messages off his wow. phone and like all of his history and everything. And that was reported by Brett McMurphy. So that's a little sad. Definitely. I feel like. See, I feel like the whole his whole punishment was just Ohio State being kind of stuck up in a sense where it's like they were pretty much like we'll give him a punishment just because you want us to give him one but we still 
like having him and need him for like the success of our school. Because yeah. I mean, if that he... like Urban Meyer is like one of the coaches who's like arguably has the most power over his school and administration yeah. out of any coach yeah. for any sport in the nation. So it's like they were. It's just it's like a slap on the wrist to him, pretty much. Because they're like, if we don't care what a... other people think. We're still going to keep this guy because he's good for our football program. Exactly. If if this is Urban Meyer, if this is an Ohio State, if this is New Mexico yeah. State, no, the, this happens. the coach gets fired yeah. without any question. It's the name of Urban Meyer. It's right. It. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> the whole thing disgusts so, me, though. It's, I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. We'll have to see if anything else comes up of that. But they got... I think they got Oregon State, Rutgers, and TCU. That's their three games. Yeah, it's three easy games. Yeah, it's it's not gonna have like any effect. I doubt. No, they have enough big, talent. Big to Twelve, pass, but anyway, isn't it? Wait, hang on. We need to go with our Big Twelve expert here, Zach. Uh, how's uh, TCU looking this year? I don't think TCU is gonna be able to put up anything against Ohio State with an untested okay. quarterback. Okay. We don't really know if he's gonna be any good or not, but we'll see. Okay, okay. Big Twelve expert. Because we're kind of forgetting behind all this, Ohio State is still a top five team and going to be very good yeah, this year. Yeah. It's just whether they can drain out the noise and then they'll they'll have that three games and they'll probably be undefeated and then they'll have that, I think, one more and then that game versus Penn State. I mean, regardless of the whole Urban Meyer thing, just talking more about Ohio State, even though I don't like them generally. I'm excited to see what Dwayne Haskins does with a full season. Yeah. He's yeah, impressive be for like you know two halves or whatever he played last season, but yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot of hype around mm-hmm. him right now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <clears throat> All right, what other what other big kind of topics happened over the summer? Um, the Alabama quarterback race is what I heard about oh, a lot for sure. Yeah, yeah, and we're, we're still not really sure. Nick Saban just came out with a depth chart this past Two, week one. and that lists them as co-starters. That mean? <laughs> and he's toying with us. Yep. I, I mean, I I would guess in this first game they should dominate Louisville, but I'm guessing both of them will play, and then he'll decide from there. Right. I mean, or or he has one picked out right now when he's just. Toying with Louisville. If I'm I don't know. him, I go with Tua. I yeah, mean, same. Me too. Jalen Hurt, like not That's... not only just because of the championship game performance, but like I think the way because I know Jalen Hurts hasn't had a very good spring either. He's been pretty terrible from what I've heard. And mm-hmm. while Tua's just continuing to excel, and it's like I know that Jalen Hurts has been the starter for the past two years, and he has you know. A, or three years and a twenty six and two record or something, but it's like at the same time as is you know with all Alabama quarterbacks, it's like how much did the rest of the team's talent carry that with him? Where I mm-hmm. feel like two was the kind of quarterback who you can legitimately see the difference that he makes when he's on the field and how he makes them better, how he makes their passing attack more potent. So this is, I mean, this is just opinion. Kurt, Her- but... Kurt Herbstreit also said you know, a couple of days ago that if, if two was the quarterback, then every other team needs to watch out. Cause they're going to put up a lot yeah. of points. Yeah. I feel like Alabama's always got those really good wide receivers a really, really good defense and throw in a good quarterback in there. It's going to be, it's going to be tough to beat right. them even in the packed sec. Yeah. Right. I think Tua you know. just has way more potential just in general. 
He seems yeah. a lot better skill-wise. I'd say even smarts-wise, he's probably a little bit better. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that also what Nick Saban is doing is you had the reports this summer that if Jalen Hurts wasn't going to win the job, that possibly he was going to transfer. Right. So I also think Nick Saban can try to be holding on to Jalen Hurts just in case Tua doesn't play like he did in the championship right. game, and like he's being hyped up to be. So they have that quarterback that led him to the championship pretty much last year as a as a backup. I mean, why why wouldn't you want that as a as a coach? Right. So I, I think he's. It's, I don't know. They'll figure it out because it's Alabama and it's Nick. Do you Saban. think that if after, um. Like, what do you think will happen to Henry after this year? Yeah, so it hurts. hurts. Uh, I I mean, if he doesn't play at all, then I think he transfers. Um, I, I think that. I mean, does he have a chance to go to? Does he have another year of eligibility? I'm I'm not sure. Okay. He, yeah, he might. I don't even know if he's being recruited very high. I know that. The quarterback class this year, uh, going into the pros, is not as strong as the past couple of years. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Um. They said it. They said it's very, very weak. So he. I mean, he may have a chance if he goes. Okay. But, he's a he's a junior I mean, this he, year, so he does have another year under. Okay. So he has another year. He could transfer, go to the pros. It'll be interesting to kind of see what he decides. I can't. To do I can't then. see him getting drafted. In the pros, though. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I. I don't. Either he's not that. I mean, just think of like good. I know that he's mobile, but his passing skill and in pocket presence isn't anywhere near where it it needs, needs to, to be. be. I feel like right. I feel like like you could say that he's too small or whatever. Too, I think he's listed as six two or something. But which is, I size wise, I compare him to like J T. Barrett, kind of for Ohio State last year where it's yeah. like but JT yeah. Barrett was like an elite pocket passer whereas yeah. Yeah. Jalen Hurts can run but I mean in that case he'd just be better and, used as like a wildcat situation guy and it wasn't like Jalen Hurts was throwing for 200 every game no. last year he was he was being very inconsistent and they had such good running back play from that bow dude and the and the defense was so good that he didn't need to right. play right and you look at his career stats and it's like oh I'm on the Alabama's page right now, and it's like he's throwing for just like 2,000 yards every season. And he, in his career, he has 40 touchdowns to 10 receptions. But we, uh, you, you're also playing right. You're playing Alabama. Alabama. You think how much of that is due to the talent around him, man? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could throw for 40 touchdowns and 10 <laughs> receptions. <on Alabama>. Right, <laughs> seriously. Don't don't up to Calvin Ridley. <laughs> True. Yeah, Alabama's a different type of animal, for sure. Yeah. Okay, well, we can do a – does everyone know what happened? I wanted to touch real quick on the Maryland situation. Does everyone know what happened at yeah, Maryland? Yeah, I want to hear about this. I don't know too much. I don't know. Okay, so this was – I think this was – I'm trying to figure out when this was. A couple weeks ago? Or earlier, it might have been. Or uh, I know the player who died was a while ago, right? But the the, allega- the allegations yeah, but against just, CJ Durkin didn't come out until a little bit. Yeah, ago. so I think 
so what happened last year was a was an offense or a lineman died uh, on the field. Uh, heat stroke. He he collapsed, and um, so they were. Then the allegations were saying that they worked him too hard. Oh, um, and that the head coach was under scrutiny the athletic director and just kind of the way they handled it. Um, I'm trying to find more information on it. So what wants to hop in here? Um, something. Hold on. I guess they're being... Clearly very prepared. Right, very prepared. I'm, just, I can't. I'm, I'm waiting for some C3 BS right now. <laughs> I'm not trying not to throw any out there. Okay, hold on. Let me... There's an article from August 24th. There you go. Um, and, and they were... And, uh, kind of the thing that ESPN re- got a report out is just about the toxic culture. Right, the co- coach DJ Durkin and two of the staff members were suspended due to uh, I don't know. I feel stupid. I can't. I can't. I can't <laughs> find. Oh man, I feel like I'm in school. I can't. I can't. I can't look at this article and find just like a freaking topic sentence of. Well, if if somebody just collapses and dies, uh, the vers- the university is how do you handle that? Badly? Doing two investigations right now. Um, one into the treatment of Maryland players by DJ Durkin and his staff, and one uh, about sexual misconduct. By some players or something. I don't know what's going on. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take no. Uh, I'm gonna take this and we're gonna go a little different direction with okay. this. But it's kind of a big topic in football. And and this the the main thing was he got over, he was overworked. It was hot. He was they weren't you know really allowing him to have water. So you hmm. he had heat strokes. He crazy. died. And we know that in college sports, especially football, the amount of workload that they have mm-hmm. to do with the meetings and classes and practices and stuff. Taking that all in, I wanted to get your guys' opinions on college athletes in general. We'll specifically go with football players. Should they be compensated? Yes. To to an extent, the good ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so you think that the good ones should get paid, but the bad ones shouldn't? I don't think you can do it that way. I mean, if you're going to pay some, you've got to pay all. They all give the same amount of time. No, no, yes, but the amount of money that the stars get the university is incomparable to the well, white guy. On how the would you? Bench. But well, how would you? How would you determine a star from like a, another player? Then would you have a set? Yeah, you'd have of players that get a certain amount. You'd have then... to maybe have like you'd have like a minimum number or something. But are, like... are you talking about this as paying it in a form of of salary or just like just player compensation in general, like? I would say player compensation. So they're getting something because right, right. I mean, so so 
so there wouldn't it would just be when the university uses their name right, right? so in that case though shouldn't it just be based on the amount of exposure they kind of generate like i mean i would i would guess so that, i mean, that's I, mean what I don't i don't think you should start treating to... it like nfl contracts like you yeah. shouldn't no 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 because maybe well, there's they, a way they to are do still it. students and stuff but i mean yeah maybe there's a way to do it based on like stats and playing time and so that like you're getting the players that are contributing the most to the program you're getting them the like paid and comp or compensated or whatever you want to say right right i mean i i see hmm. where that comes from but i would say that all should get compensated but then just have different levels of it kind of so it's yeah yep I'd know, be okay so some guy like who's still giving all the time. Right. Yeah, like something like a vet minimum would be, in a sense, but right. just for, like, bench players. Because even, like, walk-ons, like, they give the same exact amount of time as players who are good, but their just talent level isn't the same. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't get yeah. at least compensate for the time that they do give. Yeah. It's definitely a, a tough situation that the NCAA is put in. Yeah. And it's... I mean, it's not... I don't know if anything's gonna happen, but we'll just. I think something's gonna have to happen eventually. I don't think it'll happen anytime soon, though. NCAA seems pretty firm on. Yeah, and they're already loosening other rules. Like, did you see them? They loosened all those transfer rules, and a lot of people thought that was just kind of so, like, the players would kind of shut up about getting paid. Yeah, that's. That was kind of the one of the big things over the. It's. I think it's a good rule. There's no reason why you should limit like where they can transfer to, but yeah, right. And also the redshirt yep. rule that they're allowed to play in four that's games football. and still being able to redshirt, yeah, yeah. It, that definitely helps the so that's players big. a lot, I think, and the teams. Definitely, that, I mean that helps that helps all the teams too because now like some of those freshmen that they're not sure if they want to start yet, they can throw them in without and if See they where at. You know, yeah. aren't ready, you get four games of it. They can just redshirt them. even even mm-hmm. if you know that they're not going to be ready. You can still the coach can still give them like experience and like snaps at the college level. Exactly. For four games without, you know, jeopardizing a year. I just hope they figure out a way to get NCAA back on PlayStation so we can play. Seriously. Absolutely. Yeah. I still play NCAA 14. Why wouldn't you, honestly? So good. That was just great franchise. (laughs) All right. So do you want to start moving into the – kind of previews and stuff uh, i think before we get um yeah, what? yeah before we get into that should we end this segment take a quick it. break and yeah, then come back yeah, we can do that sure sounds good yep. pod leader lead us into a break all righty uh we'll be back in a second okay all right back with uh the next section awesome um, how about how about we we give a little Heisman? Okay, predictions. You want to start with Heisman prediction. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay, um, Derek, you want to go first? Or, or um, yeah, Derek, you you start it off, and then we'll go Peter, and then me, and then Zach. Okay. What are we doing? We're doing uh, uh, Heisman. Okay, contenders. You know, are you we got... doing multiple or just one? We'll do we'll do one favorite. And we're going to do one sneaky person. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So I I think my two favorites have got to be 
you know, two running backs, which is kind of unusual. But it's Bryce Love from Stanford and Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. I think yeah. both of those can make huge impacts, and they're they're going to get the ball a lot on their teams. Um, I I think that you know being a little biased and being a Notre Dame fan, having to go against Bryce Love, I've kind of seen him firsthand, and I think he's probably the favorite. Um, so I think that my favorite would have to be Bryce Love right now yeah. to win the Heisman. Uh, a couple sneaky guys that I like. I like Trace McSorley from yep. Penn State. He's, he's quality. And then I also really like Khalil Tate from Arizona. Mm-hmm. I think – and so I guess my one sneaky guy will be Khalil Tate because he's all Arizona has. So, and I think he's going to – I think Arizona is going to surprise a lot of people as a team. I think they could end up being a top 15 team. And yep. Like no one's even thinking about him. And I think he's really sneaky. But right now, my 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 gut, I'm saying Bryce Love. Okay, okay, I like it. What do you got, Peter? I'm also gonna agree with Bryce Love being the favorite, just because yeah. if he has anything close to and even a better season than last year, I mean, not only can that carry Stanford a long way, but that can just drive up his Heisman rating, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I think Jonathan Taylor will. It'll. I feel like it'll be Jonathan Taylor and Bryce Love to to obviously be the two top running backs in the, in the FBS the whole year. Um, but I still think Bryce Love will pull it out towards the end of the season. But um, I like Khalil Tate also as a sleeper just because of – he kind of reminds me of Denard Robinson and the fact that how much their offense has to rely on him. Yeah. Um, and Hopefully it's a little bit better than Denard. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, he ties his shoes, so maybe uh-huh. that helps. Uh-huh. But um, I think just – because he's all they have, like you said, just the like the monster performances, like yardage and, and yeah. touchdowns wise yeah. that we're gonna see from him this year is gonna be insane at some points. Um but a couple of sleepers though, I like one two running backs actually, but one is AJ Dillon from Boston College. Oh he's yeah, he's a gonna sophomore be a and he's a beast. Yeah. And in like eight or nine games last year he rushed for fifteen hundred yards and four touchdowns or yeah. fourteen touchdowns. Um, he's like six foot, two hundred forty pounds of yep. of pure muscle. So he's a man. He's a man, and also uh, Devin Singletary, who's running back from Florida Atlantic, yep. had mm. damn near two thousand rushing yards last year. So yeah, I mean, I mean, and these are you know, I think I think it. The only reason that they're sleepers is because you know Florida Atlantic is Florida Atlantic, and while they have a good offense, I mean. Yeah, teams they play and their competitions isn't to that level. And Boston College has that competition, but they don't succeed against it. So yeah, it's hard for players. I mean, obviously, just like it, in any sport, for a player to win essentially with this the equivalent of the MVP, I mean, you know, you can't be on a be on a bad team and then win. So Singletary might put up the best numbers, but he, his team won't. I mean, right, he plays for Florida Atlantic. So unless they beat Oklahoma Week One, yeah, they, and go nice. under, go under. <laughs> <laughs> That's also sleeper upset pick. That yeah, is, yeah, is potential. Yeah, they're better than what people give them. So absolutely, Lane Kiffin, man. But yeah, we'll talk about that game a little best bit. Best coach later. on Twitter, <laughs> Zach. Yeah, so my favorites, I have Bryce Love as well. Yeah, um, and I don't know if this is necessarily a sleeper, but. 
I put Will Greer in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because mm-hmm. you know how Big 12 offenses go. And put up a lot of numbers. Yeah, they do. As well. Yeah, they do. Well, I don't know if West Virginia maybe will have the best year, but he's really um, made some strides like from the beginning of last year to where he ended the season as a really good player. And I've seen a lot of um, good stuff uh, or good talk about him coming out of the spring. So we'll see there. And then for sleepers, um, I have Jake Fromm out of uh, Georgia. So we'll see how he does. Um, And then also Tua, because I I don't know. No one's really talking about him for the Heisman, but if he gets that starting job, I think he could easily have it. Do you think – this is a side note, but do you think Jake Fromm will keep the starting job at Georgia? I think he will, but I, I, it depends on how he plays. I mean, clearly, it depends yeah, on he how has he plays, the, but... the number two was it the number two overall? Yeah, yeah. through the nation behind yep. him, him and, uh, Justin and, Fields. So and another another one like that is uh, Trevor Clemson. Lawrence at Clemson. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll take long for Trevor Lawrence to hop Kelly Bryant. I don't think so either. Given I, I, given what I've heard about him, I mean, Kelly Bryant is going to be on a really really tight leash, and it's oh, not because yeah, he's bad. Sure. It's just because Trevor Lawrence might just be that him. good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I agree with you guys for the most part. Uh, I think my favorite's Bryce Love, and then I also like Trace McSorley and Jonathan Taylor. I feel like they're just they're going to be really good no matter what. Um, for a sleeper, you know, I'm going to go deep, deep sleeper. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to say that I liked Zach's Tua pick. I think yeah. if he does get the starting job. Uh, he's going to put up good numbers. Um, <clears throat> deep sleeper, I don't expect him to win it, but maybe a finalist would be Ed Oliver from Houston, the defensive oh, tackle. Whoa. I'm just, <laughs> oh. That is deep. Can, I, hey, a little trivia real quick. Pop, when was the last time a defensive five. player made it to the made it to New York? Uh, I think it was – Made uh, it to New York. You know, um, wait, Peter, come on. You know this. No, I know. I'm just, you know, the whole situation. I just – Man, I tell and I tell you from Notre Dame. Yes, I realize. What, he should have won it that year, too. He got robbed, yeah. Yeah, definitely should have won. Too focused on his fake girlfriend. Johnny Manzo. Hey, Joe. <laughs> it's 2018. No, no fake girlfriend jokes, man. Yeah, let's not talk about the past. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, um, <laughs> at, at Oliver, big wild card. But, I mean, wow. you see him going, you know, first or second in all the mock drafts. And I, I, mean, like the, I like the reach there, though, Adam. Yeah, what? it's a – it's a reach, but what I is would... it going to take for a defensive player to win the Heisman? I don't think I don't think he can win it, but I just think he can be a finalist. No, no I'm just saying in general, though. Oh, he's just got to be an absolute a monster beast. defensive season. Is what it's yeah. going to take. Yeah. Literally carry a defense. Just to like nobody can stop him. And I think that the offensive talent's going to have to be a little bit weaker. Yep. Yeah. That right. year. But I think right. it might happen. I mean, it's hard for a defensive player that's not like a kick returner or a punt returner to win it. That's just like sole defense. It's also pretty crazy to think of someone coming from the group of five conference instead of the power five, just like right. going to the Heisman. Or, That's you know. true. What yeah. about um, what about McKenzie Milton from Central Florida? Hmm. He's a he's a good sleeper pick. I, I just he, think lack of competition comes back to bite people yeah. in that situation. Yeah. So yeah, once again with the group of five, Adam. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> digging deep here. You know, at least, at least McKenzie Millen's coming off a championship run, though. So yeah, yeah. You know, UCF won the championship last year. On the True, team. self-proclaimed. Yep. And uh, finally, I also like Jake Browning from Washington. Yes, that's yeah. we didn't talk. That's that's a sneaky one too. 
Washington's got a good running back, right? Miles Gaskin. Yeah, he might too, be. Yeah. He, he might could be also a be a finalist, five. honestly. He might be a top five running back this year. There's a lot of good running backs this year. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that, is that it for Heisman stuff? Yeah, I think that's all I sure. want to say. All right. Mm-hmm. So, every single week, that's <laughs> four. Yeah. We're going to pick eight games. And we can pick seven this week because I kind of said bonus pick, but I didn't really explain what I wanted. Okay. And I was kind of thinking about it today. So we'll only do seven today, and the rest of the week we'll do eight. Unless we yeah. want to do eight and we'll think on the fly here, and we can look at the games. But mm-hmm. I was thinking, every, well, I'll give you seven games, and then we pick them. Like, right? Just straight up. Yep. Just straight up. And Are then, we doing score as well? We can. You can throw out a score, but the score okay. is not going to matter. Okay. okay. Um. So I think that so we'll do the seven games that I that I'll that I'll pick, which will just be like kind of the top five games, and we'll do the top like four games, and then Notre Dame, Oklahoma, and Michigan State game. Yeah, that sounds good. And then so the eighth one is a bonus upset pick. So I think every week we got to pick at least one game where we have to pick a team that's an underdog by at least. Two points. Okay. 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 So that'll so each each week we'll have eight games and then we'll have a record. So like four and four. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Okay. okay. Wait, I have a quick question. What if okay one of the initial eight you give us we pick an upset? Okay. It doesn't matter. Gotta pick no, another one. You can't do that. Okay. Yeah. Pick another right. one. Yeah. I also. Uh, if we want to do that, if you guys wanted to pick one, but like we can, we can pick one. We can pick one. Uh, j- we can just pull up the game. I'm gonna pull up the games. Yeah. Does the, does an upset go like as far as requirements for an upset? Just based on the spread. Just based on the spread. I I just went by ESPN right. is what I went by. Um. So just so it has to be at least two okay. points. But it, and it, as long as it's not one of the other games we're picking and it's more than two points, it could be anyone. Okay. And the All right, yes. Let's get it started. Okay, so we'll we'll do a game that we already know first. Uh, we can go here. Let me pull up. We'll go the biggest spread. So we got a game tomorrow in East Lansing, mm. the Utah State Aggies versus the Michigan State Spartans. Uh, Peter, why don't you start us off as our Michigan State expert here? What what are you kind of thinking about the game? I think just game prediction wise, or like score, or just generally. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you want right, to talk well, about I think a it's a game and then, and then give your that Michigan State will win. First of all, no bias there at all. Um, <laughs> I but so. I don't think that it will come as easily as many expected to. Because mm-hmm. I know that the U- I know that Utah State obviously you know they're no contender by any means, but they're coming off a bowl game appearance last year, so they're no scrub. And uh, I feel like just out west teams can be kind of um, scrappy in a sense sometimes, kind of like a BYU type team. Um. Mm. So I do think that, you know, Michigan State's offense might start out a bit slow just because they have to mesh a little bit. Even though they're returning a lot of players from last year, they have uh, some new receivers and their receiving core and a couple of new offensive linemen to deal with. 
but I think their defense will still stay strong throughout the game. So I don't think it'll be close per se. I'm thinking Michigan State will win by at least 14 points, but um, I don't okay. think it'll it won't it won't be it it won't be a blowout that you see like coming. You know. Gotcha. I I I think that um, Brian Lewerke is one of the most underrated quarterbacks yes. in the nation. <laughs> I think that that kid is a that guy is a monster. And if you don't know his name now, it's, you're gonna know it by the no end of the love, year. no love, but that's okay. Yeah, I I feel like he'll get love at the end of the year for sure. Uh, I I I have them winning by at least three touchdowns. Okay. They're they might start off slow, kind of feeling themselves out, and then they'll they'll blow them out in the second half. Yeah, I, I agree for the most part. Um, I'm going with uh, Michigan State. Um, I don't I don't think they're going to cover the spread just because I Michigan State's never a team that blows teams out. Um, I agree. Brian Lewerke is really good uh, as long as they're not playing Notre Dame. <laughs> I have uh, Michigan State as well. Um, I think it'll be close as well. I think it'll be maybe two touchdowns, 17-point game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right. So we're all in agreement that Michigan State's going to win. Going to win pretty handedly. Yep. Right. So we'll go to the next game. We'll go to our other uh, kind of biased, our our second biggest spread, and that is Florida Atlantic University with Elaine Kiffin versus Oklahoma Sooners. Well, newest newer coach. What do you got for us, Zach? <laughs> Yeah, Zach, lead us off. Well, first of all, I don't want to over or under or underestimate uh, FAU. I think they're a pretty good team. I think this year will be mm-hmm. um, maybe a eight or nine win season for them. Um, we'll see. Just with the competition that they play, I don't know. But uh, I think FAU will be good. Um, they have a lot of talent, a lot of transfers, a lot of hype around the program. Um, Lane Kiffin's obviously – he's not – He's not unexperienced in coaching, so we'll see what happens. I do expect Oklahoma to win by probably two or three touchdowns, so I do think it won't be a complete blowout. Um, but we'll see. I'm excited to see Kyler Murray um, get his second official start, um, but really take control of the program and the offense, hopefully. I'm actually excited to see our defense. I think we're going to be a lot better this year, but obviously – who knows with Big Twelve, but we'll see. I think I think I'll go next. I'll go FAU. FAU is going to be a good team. Uh, I just I find it hard to believe anyone other than the Big Twelve can hang with Oklahoma uh, scoring. Yeah, I think that their offense year year in and year out is just dominant. Um, and like Zach said, their defense should be a little bit better. I'm I'm going off his words so. Uh, I think that they win. They win big. We get to see Kyler Murray in his in his first season as quarterback and his final season as quarterback. Yep. Is one is and that done. Man's a dual dual threat baseball pitcher or outfielder. Sorry, outfielder yep. and quarterback. So it'll be exciting to see him running around, sucking the ball. Yeah, uh, I think. I think Oklahoma's going to have a field day. I, I do. I know Florida Atlantic's really good, or they're going to be pretty good, but I just don't think they're ready for number seven Oklahoma. And I think that Oklahoma will win, you yeah. know, like the typical 60 to 30 or something like that. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, 
it'll be one of those games where it's like Florida Atlantic wins the toss and comes out and scores on their first drive and everyone's getting all hype about the upset. Then Oklahoma's up 40 at halftime or something, and then it's just like, you know. The only one, one of those games is true Oklahoma one of those games. I'll be like there. Zach. Kyler Murray yeah, just, watch Kyler Murray just throws <laughs> off like 400 yards of total offense <laughs> and a few touchdowns and just, yeah. Yeah, my family's actually going to be there. Everyone but me, I think, actually. Yeah, yeah. really. It's pretty cool. But That is cool. All right. So we're all in agreement so far. Well, I'll, I'll be interested to see if we have any differences. <laughs> we'll go next game. We'll go in Charlotte, Tennessee Volunteers versus the West Virginia Mountaineers. We just talked about underdog Will, Will Greer. We'll go back to Zach for the – for the West Virginia Big 12. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking West Virginia. I'm going to stick with the Big 12 on this one. Um, yeah, I do think yeah. Will Greer is really good. He's got um, really good wide receivers as well. Last year he had a uh, wide receiver. I think his name's David Sills. He led the um, led all of the schools in touchdown catches, and I think he's going to be um, just as good this year. Maybe even the Blitnikoff Award winner at the end of the season. We'll see, but – I'm going to stick with the Big 12 and go with West Virginia. Isn't it amazing how he is such a good wide receiver? And he's white. He was recruited as a quarterback. <laughs> well, yes, he's white. But he was recruited yeah. as a quarterback in middle school by, yeah, by Lane Kiffin. By Lane yeah. Kiffin. And they thought he was going to be the great quarterback, changed the wide receiver, and now he's, he's a beast. killing it. Yeah, so I'm also going to go with West Virginia. I think it's going to be a closer game than people think. I think they win by a touchdown, but I am going to go West Virginia. Yeah, um, I'm going to go West Virginia too. Yep, same. Peter? I don't think it'll be close, though, I think. You don't think it's going to be close? Tennessee just always seems to disappoint. Uh, Yeah. I I have it as a 31-13 West Virginia. I could easily see that. I mean, Will Greer could go off for seven touchdowns. You know, so I mean, yeah, crazy. So so far, we're all in agreement. Uh, let's go to a Monday night football game. As as you guys know, there's a great game Sunday and there's a great mm-hmm. game Monday. The great game Monday is in Tallahassee, a, a big ACC matchup where Virginia Tech Hokies take on Florida State Seminoles. Adam, what do you think about that one? Um, that's gonna be a great game. Yeah. Uh, I think that Florida State's going to win, but I think it'll be um, yeah, three points. You know what I mean? I think it'll be a really close game. But I, I think DeAndre Francois is going to come back and have a good game. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they just released that he's going to be the starting quarterback. I think that Virginia Tech's good, but they're, they're a lot better yeah. at home. Uh, I, I think that Florida State comes out a little shaky. But they they end yeah, up winning. Yeah, Florida by three. State's also really good at home as well. So, yes, they are. They're very good. Out there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also have Florida State on this one. Very close game. Okay, I'm gonna have Virginia Tech on this one actually. Um, oh, keep, keep there the we close go. game train going. But mm-hmm. I think that Virginia Tech's defense is experienced enough against all the ACC offenses to. Uh, to keep it close, and I link. I think Josh Jackson is an underrated quarterback as well for Virginia Tech, so I think he can get it done. All right. So we got September 2nd on Sunday. 
we got Miami versus LSU in Arlington, Texas. Miami is a 3.5 favorite in the game. Peter, what do you think about that one? I'm taking Miami on this one. Um, taking Miami. It'll, it'll be, it'll be a good game. And I don't really like Miami's quarterback all that much, Malik Rozier. I think he's really inconsistent. But I think they can rely on their running game and their defense. I'm not. I, I'm assuming it'll be a low-scoring game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the teams doesn't make it to 20 points. But I'm mm-hmm. still taking Miami for the win. So. Um, yeah. Uh, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Miami as well. <laughs> I really I want to take LSU because I don't think Miami deserves to be number eight this year, but I do think that they're gonna beat LSU. And it is at LSU, so that that makes me think it's gonna be pretty close. But it's not at LSU. I thought it's in Texas. It's in it's a neutral game in oh, Texas. Well, yeah, nice try, I, man. C three BS. C three BS. Fun know. fact: LSU's starting quarterback was just named Joe Burrow. Joe who Burrow, formerly yeah. at Ohio State, but lost the job to Wayne Haskins. So, yeah, transferred LSU. There you go. Interesting. Yeah, I have LSU in this one. Really close game. Uh, I think it'll be low scoring. Like you, Peter, I don't like uh, Miami's quarterback at all. I don't. I don't think he's very good. Um, so I'm gonna go LSU. I when I was thinking about this game all week, I was all I was I was the upset. I was LSU. Uh, until I was kind of listening on Sports Center today, and I, I just think that Miami doesn't deserve to be number eight, but I think that they're good. They they'll be exposed at some point this year, but I think they come out strong the first game and and win. As much as I don't want to say it, yep. So we all think Miami's going to win. All right, how's the exit? Let's see. Putting words in our mouth. Jeez, what a host. C three BS. Derek, I'm sad that you're listening oh. to the Sports Center voices over over mine. That we're yeah, friends. Crap. That yeah, fun. just in case you're wondering where we get all our info from. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <what? laughs> okay. All right. Now, now we got the two biggest games of Saturday. We'll go with the second biggest mm. game here. We got Washington. I like how you set that up. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, they're going to be a very, very close game. Auburn favored by a point and a half. I I think that it's going to be very close. I think that this is going to be a great quarterback matchup between Jake Browning and Jared yep. Sinem. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we were talking about, uh, they were saying that the quarterback class isn't very strong coming in the draft, but all the pros really yeah, like right. Sinem from the transfer from right. Baylor. And I think that he is going to have a great game. And I think that Washington needs this win for the Pac-12 because I think if they win – or, sorry, if Washington loses, that they're yeah. out of the football because their schedule isn't that great. They're, uh, the Pac-12 isn't very no. strong. I mean, name another good team in the Pac-12. You think maybe USC – Oregon's top 25. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon, yeah, they have a good quarterback. But, I mean, no one really like SEC where as Auburn can lose this game and still get in with the competition they play. I, I, I'm going to go with the upset. Uh, I think Washington's going to win. I think Jake Browning is going to have a great game. Okay. I, I'm picking Auburn in this one. I really think Jarrett Stidham is, like, 
a really good quarterback, and I think he'll be able to um, weather the storm and fight through, and I think they'll get it done. Good pick. Yeah, I'm going with Auburn as well. I'm also thinking Auburn. I think they're just SEC stout level defense is going to not expose Washington, but I mean, just kind of put them in their place a little bit. Yep. Gotcha. So the last three games, one person has went by themselves (laughs) and picked. Yep. And Adam's been sticking (laughs) with the favorites. Yeah, are you trying to find Yes, I'm writing it down. Then we got – I only say this is the biggest game, not because I'm biased, but because mm-hmm, it's college mm-hmm. game yep, day. Yep, yep. The biggest game will probably always be college right. game day. Uh, we got Michigan coming to Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame is favored by one, but it, the line's pretty much even. It's been flipping back and forth um, all week. I, I want to get I want to get uh, Peter and Noah's – or Peter and Zach's first. Right, you want to go for Zach? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll take it. Um <laughs> So, I don't know, man. I'm so, like, not – I'm not confident in Wimbush at all. After seeing him overthrow 90% of his passes last year, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not confident in Michigan at all either. <laughs> and so, I'm taking Notre Dame. I think it will be a close. Um, but I'm going to take Notre Dame. Okay. <laughs> Great pick. Peter? All right. Um, I'm sure it was – it was uh, – I don't know if I've said before in this podcast, but it's probably come at some point. I absolutely despise Michigan. Everything about that school disgusts me. Uh, the way they carry themselves down to the school colors, in fact. I, uh, I hate everything about it. I will never be able to like them or respect them. Um, so that's out of the way. I'm taking Notre Dame, not only because I hate Michigan, but because I think – while Shea Patterson had some individual success at Ole Miss, I don't believe his hype. I'm not on his hype train. And I don't believe John Harbaugh is the quarterback whisperer that everyone believes him to be, apparently. Also, um, I think Notre Dave is an experienced defense. That will be tough for him to handle. And I know they don't have a running game. Michigan doesn't. So there's that side. Also, I know Wimbush was really inconsistent last year, but I think he not only has more experience now, but I think he's going to be more poised and have a better pocket presence and pocket sense than he did. And I, yeah, I just feel like, I think it'll be come down to Notre Dame's defense because Michigan's offense. But I mean, I know Michigan has a great defense too, but I think Notre Dame's more experienced. Adam? So. Yeah, Notre Dame. I take them. Hey, for uh, for Adam and Derek's sake, I really hope Wimbush is better this year. Right. Yeah. And more consistent. No. I appreciate it. Um, I do too. So here's what I'm thinking. Right off the bat, I don't like the matchup for the Irish. Um, I don't like how, if you guys don't know, our number one running back, Dexter Williams, is going to be out for the first four weeks. Um, uh, which they haven't really disclosed officially why, but um, it was prob- I think it was a drug thing. So Classic. I, I have inside sources that say by a player on the team that it was drugs. Yeah, it was marijuana. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I, don't li- I hate that. We also had a pretty good third string transfer away. Um, so we're starting Tony – what's his name? Tony Jones, Tony Jones Jr. Jr. Yeah, so 
I don't like that right off the bat uh, against Michigan's defense because that's going to make that's they're just going to stack the box, make Wimbush pass, and I don't like that right off the bat. So, um, not only that, but I'm a little nervous because I don't really know too much about Shea Patterson. I've just heard good things, which makes me think that they're going to get better quarterback play. Um, and we also just had one of our safeties get injured for the season, torn ACL, Sean Crawford. So already Ooh. getting plagued by injuries before That's before tough. the season starts. Well, you know, tough to deal We're with. Used to that. Um, well, with that said, I'm going with the Fighting Irish. Um, ah, there it I, is. <laughs> um, All the negativity. I, would, I like I like how we're at home. That's what I do like. I think that it's going to be a really because we haven't played Michigan in you know four years or whatever. Um, Home game, I like that. I don't like how we absolutely crushed them last time we played them. So they're going to be kind of – they're going to be a little mad. You know? <laughs> Yo, Adam, so, were we were we at that game together the last we time we played? We were at that game. Yep, man, we were. That was fun. And it was amazing because we had, like, kind of obnoxious Michigan fans in front of us. And it was great. <laughs> Love seeing Michigan get shit on. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I honestly – my my gut tells me to pick Michigan just for the corner three podcast record, but I could never live with myself if I pick Michigan over Notre Dame. Not a boy. So yeah, I'm going Notre Dame. I think they win by literally like one to three points. I don't have any confidence in a big win. So <laughs> I like it. I think the the trouble with picking this game is that there's so much unknown for both yeah, teams. Exactly. Uh, I I think that. Michigan's defense is going to – their defensive line is a top three defensive line in the nation. I think their defense is a top 25 uh, defense in the nation. But I also think that Notre Dame's defense is very right. underrated this year. Uh, it hurts with the with the departure of Mike Elko going to Texas yep. A&M, our defensive coordinator. But the new defense, defensive coordinator, the players seem to like. They're doing I also well. heard that they're running the uh, same defensive scheme for the most part. They are, they are, which is nice yeah. for the players that so they don't have to change yeah. schemes. Uh, I think that their Notre Dame's defense is going to be very, so good that Wimbush isn't going to need to be great. Yeah, he just needs to be solid. He's just going to he's he just needs to be solid. Um, but I'm a little worried about that. <laughs> I, I think that on the Michigan side, it hurts with them losing Tariq Black, their number one yeah. wide receiver, out out for a that few helps. games. So so that'll help Notre Dame's chances. Michigan. They're scary because they have good wide receivers. They have good tight ends. And with this new quarterback, it's something that Harbaugh's never had before. And it's, and it's such a mobile quarterback. So they're used to them putting a fullback in there and a couple tight ends and just plow, plowing it down teams' throats. But you don't know this year. They they can spread it out. They can do that again. So it, it'll be hard for Notre Dame to adjust on the fly. Uh, I was thinking all this whole week, I've been back and forth, back and <laughs> forth. I, I, because I honestly have no idea. I, 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 I want to say Michigan, uh-huh. but because I know that this is, this is a uh, non-biased wax. podcast. <laughs> Putting it on wax. <laughs> yeah, this is a non-biased podcast. <laughs> but is it? God, is it though? <laughs> is it though? I but, would go but, ahead and say it's but, not. So. It's it's but you're right. It's not and and I will literally date all of my. Oh no, again. no, I won't before, allow it. I, not ever, worth it. Not yeah, you might you, before you might have to pick Michigan choose, on that one, guy. I don't know. But. Before I ever choose maize and blue, yeah. yes, 
that godforsaken school. I'm gonna, oh, fun I'm fact. Over four on that game. Michigan's kicker, Quinn Nordine, uh, attended the same high school as me, and he's a dick. So, <laughs> kind of person that goes Just, there. Another, Just another reason. reason Just another reason. You're already here hey. first, kids. Got that <laughs> inside scoop. All right. So, now we'll do – so, we got all seven games picked out. So, now we're going to do a bonus game. We're, we're the underdog game. Yeah. Do, do you guys have any picks for I that? I have one. Have you been looking for that? I have one. I got one. All right, let's hear it, Derek. Okay. So, there's two games that I was really looking at, and as you guys may know me, this is a completely unbiased, all right? right? I have a feeling. I so, know the first this game is, is, <laughs> yeah, is, is tomorrow. Indiana. This game <laughs> so, no, the first game I was looking you. at <laughs> is tomorrow at the old Kalamazoo. Okay. Syracuse is playing. I was looking Michigan. at that one. Syracuse is a very good team. They're favored by 4.5, but it's at Kalamazoo. And I can tell you, I have inside <laughs> sources at that game. The students are going to be drunk. They're going to be <laughs> yep. I think that somehow Tim Lester, the new Western coach, pulls off a miracle and Western wins that game. But you guys ruined it. I, I did want to say that another sneaky one is FIU. <laughs> yeah, that's what also I was home. A home game with Bush Davis, their new coach, leading their team. Had a great year this year, projecting them to go to go a bowl game. I think that they're going to also win, but I'm but my game is Western. Well, that's Michigan. where Butch Davis and Syracuse. Okay. Yep, yep. All the way down yep, there. Very good last year. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a solid – it's an up-and-coming program. They'll be, they'll be Central Florida in a, in a couple of years. Mark <laughs> no words. You heard it here first on C3B. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching TV. All right. Uh, I have yeah. one. Um, you guys may not know, okay. but I am a big Colorado Buffaloes fan. All right. I love oh, Colorado. Yeah, I love the black and gold. Game. Go Buffs. Um, however, they have not been that good at football uh, in wow. recent memory. Yep. So, um, there's not always a lot of optimism in picking them, but they're starting off against their rival Colorado State this year. And Colorado State is favored by seven half points. Mm. Which you know, you know wow. a little bit wow. disrespectful, maybe. But um but Colorado State started on one, so they're already off to a bad start. So there's a lack of confidence <laughs> there, obviously. And obviously. um you know, I don't really know that much about about the buffs and their football team. I just know they're not that good. So, hopefully they can get it done. Um, I'm going to pick them to win that rivalry. But, Great um, pick. I'll, we'll, we'll, I'm we'll, in we'll full support of Colorado on this one. Oh, yeah. Go Buffs, man. Go Buffs. Uh, yeah, so I... I got Troy versus Boise State. Yeah. What? Dang it, that was mine. Oh, I have the same exact <laughs> one. Zach, do you want to say why? Um, well, you probably have better reasoning. But okay. um, we'll see. Their uh, Boise State is favored by ten. Yeah, I I really yeah. like Troy. Ever since like one year they went on like a ten game win streak, I'm like, oh, Troy's good. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I hate Boise State because yeah. of a certain Fiesta Bowl a few years back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah a on there, yeah. So I'm always down for rooting against Boise State and Troy. I. Let's get it. So, Adam, what's your reasoning? <laughs> well, I'm also not a big Boise State fan. I feel like they're, they're overrated a lot. But mm-hmm. they do have a pretty good team this year. But um, Troy actually has four 
first team preseason all conference selections, whatever conference Troy's in. Um, the Troy yeah, Conference. The Troy Conference. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, on the offensive offensive and defensive lines, they have four first team preseason all conference selections. So I don't know. I think it'll be a slugfest, but I, I kind of like the upset. Uh, it's a ranked team. I wanted to pick kind of a bigger one. So mm-hmm. I'm going with Troy over Boise State. Hey, I, I like this pick now a lot more. Yeah. Thank yeah. No, tonight. it could definitely happen, bro. Yeah. You know what? Also, I'm going to be. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna I'm in su- full support of you guys, but that's a terrible <laughs> pick in that one. That uh, are you full support me? because of an unorthodox reason? That's also an unpopular opinion. Boise State's field looks stupid, man. Blue Turp is dumb. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna dumb. say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. Their field looks stupid. You got them. <laughs> bold, bold prediction here. Boise State has to play. Oh, who do they have to play? I think they have to go to Oklahoma State, and that's their only tough game of the year. When that week comes, I'm picking Boise State. I'm picking them oh to go undefeated. All right, that's all right, well. They're losing week one. Yeah. So yeah, good it luck doesn't matter. As soon so, as they lose yeah. to week Troy or week one Detroit, Derek, you still have to make that pick. Okay. Yeah, yep. you already said it. Yeah. No, I'm putting it on oh, wax. I will. Yeah, you I might will. not be able to that's see week the three. Uh, see the undefeated part a, though, because you know they'll be defeated. So. Yeah. Well, I think these are great picks. It'll be very interesting to see how these actually play out. And I think the last thing we should do is our college football playoff projections. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let me pick the top four teams real quick. <laughs> yeah, just look at the rankings. All right, I'll go first since I'm just popping this on you guys and you guys can go and do uh-huh. your research. But this is pure knowledge here, pure facts coming out. There's two teams that are there every yeah. single year. That are locks again, I feel like, and that's Alabama and Clemson. I think Clemson will be number one. I think Alabama will be like number three. I I picked Washington. Hmm. Did I? I did. I, I picked them to beat Auburn. I think they're gonna be in there. Washington? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh that won't happen, but good try. All right, nice. And for my fourth team. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Wisconsin. Ooh, picking them to win the Big Ten. I see. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it's like so only one bad pick there. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, let's hear your genius pick. All right, so the championship game will once again be <laughs> Alabama and Clemson because they're the two best teams, and that's just how it's going to be. Um, okay. I don't know what ranking I'm putting the next two teams, but I do that's think okay. Georgia will be back there again because they replaced the two running backs they had with DeAndre Swift, who averaged about eight yards a carry last year, which is very good. He's, He's a man. A man. Um, and their defense is the same, essentially. So they'll be there. And then I'm going to win of the Big Ten, which I think is going to be Ohio State based on pure talent. I think that Wisconsin will make the championship game, obviously, and that the Big Ten East will just beat themselves up. But I think Ohio State... Like, again, I said, based on just talent, not coaching, just screw over Meyer. Um, it's just going to make it that far. And then, you know, the Big Ten will be looked at as the toughest conference in football this year. So whoever wins that deserves to be there. And I think it'll be them. So I like those picks. Yeah. yeah. All right. Zach? I'm thinking Alabama Clemson, probably going to be number one, number two. Um, and then here's where it gets gets tricky, obviously. Yes. But I, I'm put Ohio State in there as well. Um, 
you know, they didn't go last year. So why not go this year? And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to reach here. This is a reach. Yeah. Here we go. We're going to go with Stanford. Oh, okay. With the the last, the last fill there. I'm hope like, I kind of feel bad for the Pac-12. Like, I kind of want somebody to step up. And if one team's going to step up, I I want it to be Stanford. So I'm going to see Bryce Love maybe carry the team into the playoffs. But I don't think they'd, I don't think they'd win, but. They they have a very tough schedule. They have to play they play home versus USC. They gotta play at Oregon, at Notre Dame, at Washington. Well that just means if they went like if they win like three out of the four of those games, they got a pretty good resume at least. So You're right. You're right. Adam? Um uh, I don't wanna have the same as someone else's. Too late, man. That seems Too to be late, a man. Theme with you. <laughs> well, okay. Should have gone first, man. <laughs> I'm gonna go Clemson. I'm gonna go Wisconsin. Yes, I'm gonna go Auburn instead of Alabama. I like wow. that. Wow. You just cho- you just chose Auburn because I chose Washington. No, I mean, kind of. Let's be honest, though. Auburn could still get in even with a week one loss yep. to Washington. Do you want me to list you Auburn's no. schedule? No, I don't. That'll take too long. <laughs> okay. And then let's just say Ohio State. So I'm actually thinking Alabama's not – I think maybe the, the quarterback controversy comes into effect here. Maybe nobody's happy, and maybe they just lose a couple of games and they don't get in the Final Four. Bold It's bold, uh, and I don't have rankings. From this all – That's bold. Sorry, what was the last one? I missed that. Ohio State. Okay. So Clemson, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Auburn. Wow. I just think it's bold being the guy to not put Alabama in there. I mean, I don't know. See, yeah. I like it though because if it actually works out, then you'll look like a genius. Right, but, right, right. And and there's got to be a decline at some. I'm praying for that. Yeah, I'm praying. That why not this year? There's a though. there's a lot of there's good talent, and they have a little bit of a quarterback thing going on. They're both talented quarterbacks, obviously, but. I don't know. I, I'm hoping that this is the year that they're not going to. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I think that Clemson could be the Alabama. I think that they're really starting something Are we special. picking a national starting champion? something special and continuing something special? Yeah. I have. Yeah, we, we can pick it. I have Clemson. Um, so, I have Clemson versus Ohio State, 1v4. And I have uh, Wisconsin versus Auburn, 2 and 3. I have, I have Clemson as well winning. Yeah, and I have Clemson versus Auburn with Clemson winning it all. Right, I have Clemson winning. I just don't have a, a ranking yet for for the four teams. I I mean, yeah, I'm not sure about ranking, but I'll go with Clemson as well. I like it. It's the easy. It's a safe right, pick. And yep. Real quick, let's go over our four teams again, so I can write these down. I, I didn't write them okay. down last time. What were yours? So Adam, Clemson, Auburn, Ohio State, Wisconsin. Yeah. Do you want the rankings or does it not matter? Uh yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh Clemson one versus Ohio State four. And then Wisconsin two, Auburn three. Wisconsin two. And then Clemson versus Auburn. Oh. Clemson wins. I'm just gonna put your four okay. teams. Got it. And then I'm going to 
I'm not gonna do that. Okay. All right, Peter. Do you want this? Do you want the seating? One too? through just one, two, three, All right. four. Uh, Clemson one, Alabama two, okay. Georgia three, and Ohio State four. And then Clemson winning it all. With Trevor Lawrence starting, I might add. I think it'll be that way. Ooh. All right, so I will do Clemson one, do Alabama two, Ohio State three, and Stanford four. Love it. And mine was, it was Clemson one, Wisconsin two. It was Alabama three, oh, and Washington four. All right, love it. We got that all figured out. It'll be a, it'll be a great first week. We'll have to see how our picks do. Yeah, I'm excited. College football's back. Me too. Oh, it's back, man. So, are we gonna do just maybe one per week? Go over the past week and then predict the next ones as well. Yeah, we'll just do seven games. We can kind of talk about the games that we picked and maybe any other like big upsets or big big performances, and then we'll just pick the eight games again. And then we can kind of talk about – we won't have to do playoff projections every week. We can just kind of do it maybe like once during during like halfway through once the year. Once those come out too. Those aren't out the whole year. Yeah, and once, so. those, come, and once those come out, we can kind of we should, talk about it. We should stuff, keep so. those ones we just had to see how close or how far we were. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll keep the notes because I'll keep all our week's okay. uh, picks and projections and stuff like that. So. Got it. Okay. Wow. Good. Great right. podcast. Great pod. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, thanks, to, thanks to all our listeners. Just I just want to throw out there, I'm not really sure how, but our last NBA draft preview um, episode actually it was up to seven views. Seven. Uh, oh, my. Look at that. Gosh. So there's a few people out there, you know, if you're – that was like two months ago, though, keep in mind. So, but well, uh, We're back, baby. <laughs> no, we're back. <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah, it was probably a bunch of Bulls fans who thought it was funny. I think we'll get more also if we, uh, if we use the song Mo Bamba as our intro song. Ooh, so that's a good that. idea, man. I like it. Yeah, we'll have to get our, our tech guy on that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't think we're allowed to, uh, just due to the fact that uh, copyright reasons. Copyright? So, uh, Damn it. We'll get, we'll get our, our tech guy, Noah Fudge, to work. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll do something. I'm promoting this yeah. all over yeah. on Spotify, so hopefully we get some... Get some listeners through there. All yeah, right. so I'm not sure when this will be up on Spotify. I'm not sure how long it takes. But, um, you know, if it's up there in the next couple of days, definitely give it a listen. Or, you know what, it'll be funny to listen even after week one happens anyway. Because so. we're just that great. Absolutely. So. We're just that great. Yeah. Well, we'll be here all yeah. <laughs> every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know what, even after be... college football, we'll just continue on the NFL. So, NBA? And NBA. Oh, NBA. Yeah, we'll, start NBA. Next, we'll just, we're a two-sport podcast. A yeah, <laughs> this is great. Um, all right, any last closing thoughts? I love you. I, I, I am, as a Notre Dame fan, I'm, I'm very nervous. <laughs> Are you going to game excited day? for this yeah. first game. Uh, I might be. I'm, I'm going to be going to game day, tailgating, and then Derek, a big watch get, party wait, for the one game. Of, whoever's going to game day needs to get a live interview with Kirk Herbstreet. Maybe we can put it on yeah. the pod. Oh, wow. I should make a – yeah, I was about to say. I should make yes. a sign. Corner yes. three pod. Like corner three 
Except I won't make it because my handwriting is equivalent <laughs> That's okay. to a, a, a very slow Your, your I am white sign so, from a couple years ago was fantastic. So. Oh, oh, and that was last time game day I held up that sign, so it's, it's right. a tradition. I'm also, also going to need a uh, another picture with Reese Davis. Um, yeah. Oh, Reese so, and I? Reese and I heart. Reese and I. Yep. Reese and I heart. All right. Well, well, I'll do my best. I'll, I'll, I'll try to make the sign. I'll be out there. You'll have to be watching out. We will. C3B3? C3BS. Right? Corner 3. Pod, wait. C3PC? You know, just write it up. Corner 3 I'll, podcast on Anchor I'll, and Spotify. You guys, you guys will see me. I'll, I'll be there at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to get there, get yep, in the front. Love it. Write that sign up. Do what you got to do. Exposure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> sign out. Sign out. This is uh, this has been Adam, Zach, Peter. <laughs> that was way just not good, man. Can All we right. cut that? No, no, we can't. We <laughs> can't cut it. No, no, we're fine. Well, God, give us some. We can guarantee first. you by week two we'll have a lot of great college football information and a better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Guaranteed. So every week will get better. I like right. it. Promise. We're rusty. Before we go, three, two, one, go Irish. Go Boomer. Irish. Go Irish. Yeah. Fuck All right. <laughs> All right, have a good one. <laughs>